Good morning. It is Frost Your Buds Friday. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh, a lot of you upset with my position on Donald Trump. I understand that. Others of you agree 100%. I understand that as well. But Donald Trump is just burning bridges everywhere. Um, I was going to facetious, facetiously start out with, um, you know, Donald Trump issues uh, a comment on DeSantis' victory to uh, commemorate his victory in the state of Florida and what a great job he did. But that's, uh, it's uh, no, nah, I can't do it. I, I just, I'm going to tell you what Donald Trump said about Governor DeSantis. Former president said uh, News Corp, which is Fox and Wall Street Journal, and the no longer great New York Post uh, is all in for Governor Ron DeSanctimonious, an average Republican governor with great public relations who didn't have to close up his state, but did, unlike other Republican governors whose overall numbers for Republican were just average, middle of the pack, including COVID. And no one has the advantage of sunshine where people from badly run states up north would go no matter who the governor was, just like I did. Ron came to me in desperate shape in 2017. He was politically dead, losing in a landslide to a very good agricultural commissioner, Adam Putnam, who was loaded up with cash and great poll numbers. Ron had low approval, bad polls, and no money, but he said that if I would endorse him, he could win. I didn't know Adam, so I said, let's give it a shot, Ron. When I endorsed him, it was as though, to use a bad term, a nuclear weapon went off. Years later, when they were the exact words that Adam Putnam used in describing Ron's endorsement, he said, I went from having it made with no competition to immediately getting absolutely clobbered after your endorsement. I then got Ron by the star of the Democrat Party, Andrew Gilliam, uh, who was later revealed to be a crackhead, by having two massive rallies with tens of thousands of people at each one. I also fixed his campaign, which had completely fallen apart. I was all in for Ron, but he beat Gillum. Or rather, and he beat Gillum. But after the race, when the votes were being stolen by the corrupt election process in Broward County, and Ron was going down 10,000 votes a day, along with now Senator Rick Scott, I sent the FBI and the U.S. attorneys, and the ballot theft immediately ended. Just prior to them running out of votes necessary to win, I stopped his election from being stolen. Wow. Uh, then he uh, accused DeSantis uh, of playing games. Apparently because DeSantis hasn't declared that he will bow down to the great Donald Trump, Donald Trump sees that as an insult. And so he, this is why he's attacking him, because he hasn't said anything. It's unbelievable. It, it, this is... Um, this is just not presidential. And I got to tell you, the more he, the guy, you can't deny his ego is the size of Iowa. And he's willing to burn the place down in order to try and secure the nomination. And I think the more of this that he spews, the less likely he is to be the nominee of the party. And DeSantis, oh, you got to give him credit. He hasn't said a peep.
I mean, this guy is coming after him, attacking him, throwing all kinds of mud at him, and he's just being above the fray. Um, it's it's just ugly. You got to admit it. Even if you're a Trump fan, this is just plain ugly. It is unpresidential. Eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Coming up in about uh, five minutes, maybe a little less, a little levity from what I would argue is the greatest late night talk show host ever. And uh, it is uh, it kind of fits right in here. Uh, but let me go to the phones. Roger is on the line. Roger, welcome. How are you? I'm still frosted. <laughs> this election this week in the Boone County, in Boone County, which is supposedly the most educated county in the state, and yet the majority of the voters look no further than party affiliation to vote for local and state officials. They have elected people to work on the state budget that cannot even control their own personal expenses, much less the million dollars of the state uh, spends. They elected individuals with absolutely no management experience to manage millions of dollars in budgets and all the employees of the county. And it's just just pathetic that they look no further than, than the party affiliation. And it's very obvious when you look at the vote counts. Okay. Uh, Roger, thank you for your call. Uh, we'll see what other uh, comments come in. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, David, welcome in Jeff City. How are you? Doing well. So Trump, <laughs> he just needs to shut up. Um, I liked him as president. He's being ridiculous. You know, what people need to realize is, is let's just say all that did happen in 2017 and 18. That's great. But through all this pandemic and everything, almost 20% DeSantis wins by Florida. Unless the Republicans tend to mess things up or, or do mess things up like they tend to do, Florida is not a swing state for the foreseeable future. Um, I, I, for me, to me, that makes DeSantis front runner. And yes, he's doing a great job by keeping his mouth shut. Yeah, just above the fray. And I. Yes, sir. I like that. I think he's he is just the right guy at the right time right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chuck, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Pretty good. Once again, I'm not bowing down to Donald Trump and his fancy fifth grader words. Uh, you know, I find it interesting just, um, you know, in Ron DeSantis' winning speech, everything was we, we. We, we accomplished, we, we can do this. Trump's speeches are all, I, I did this, I did that. I, 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 me, 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 Mr. Ego. So that should tell you something alone, combined with the, the thing you just read, the response from him that you just read, reeks of ego. And uh, it's, you know, uh, the conservative twins, a.k.a. the Hodge twins, which are... Our, I've got like several million viewers on YouTube on their channel did a poll last night asking who they who who you'd vote for between Trump and DeSantis right now. Well, ironically, at the time I checked, it was 53 percent for DeSantis, 49 for Trump. 
and it made me think of what you said earlier this week. If Donald Trump decides to run and DeSantis and Trump decides to run as an independent, it's going to split our vote right down the middle. And he's got such an ego, you can't be sure. All right, Chuck, thank yeah. you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Callers, hang on the line. I'm up against the clock. Uh, when we come back, a little humor, because this has been a tough week for all of us. You're listening to the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. Good morning. It is 918 and a little humor on a Froster Buns Friday. Then we'll go back, grab some phone calls talking about Donald Trump. But we've got a lot of other topics to talk about uh, this morning. Uh, but Cal Thomas uh, reminded me of this. And uh, so I thought, well, I'm going to bring it to you. Uh, so uh, this is uh, Johnny Carson, uh, who I would argue is the, the greatest late night talk show host of all time. Good afternoon. There, as you know, have been charges alleged by the media and by my opponent that I have made false statements. You and the media have challenged me to prove that these allegations are unfounded by appearing at this televised press conference and answering your questions while hooked up to a lie detector machine. I'm going to ask Officer Dennehy of the Polygraph Division of the Los Angeles Police Department to come out here and please explain this procedure. Sergeant Dennehy. This is your standard polygraph machine. You place this around the wrist so how it works is if the subject responds with a falsehood, you will hear this sound. Good luck. Thank you, Sergeant. First of all, I'd like to say that I'm delighted to be here. I, I don't mind being here. I was, I was forced to be here. I will, uh, I will take the first question. Yes. Congressman, uh, your opponent says that you've distorted certain facts about your background. That is not true. I was born Philip Cabot Swarthmore III. Philip Cabot Swarthmore II. My name is Stinky Frostheimer. <laughs> Congressman. Yes. The charge has been made that you falsified your educational background. I graduated from Harvard University. I went two years to Harvard. One year at Harvard. I took a summer session at Harvard. I was held back in the eighth grade. All right, the fourth grade. Congressman, it appears to me you've taken every opportunity during this campaign to slander the character of your opponent. Nonsense. I feel my opponent is a decent man. He's an okay man. He's a man. He's bisexual. <laughs> yes. Isn't it true that you won't subsidize heating bills for our senior citizens this winter? Absolutely not. No one is more concerned about our senior citizens than I am. There may be some small cutbacks, some big cutbacks. They're going to freeze their... Congressman, yes. it's been alleged that your major contributors are corporate fat cats. That is not true. All of my contributions come from the small working man, from the, from the middle class. It's all from the mafia. Congressman, 
Congressman, what's yes. your position on equal rights for women? My position on equal rights for women, I'm glad you asked that. I look forward toward a day when all Americans are equal regardless of sex. I'm looking toward a day when they're kind of equal. I'm looking at your boobs. <laughs> Congressman. Yes. There have been rumors that you're having marital problems. Nonsense. I've been happily married for 25 years. I've never been with another woman. Once. All right. Last night I had six Chinese girls on a forklift truck. Are you satisfied? <laughs> yes. Are you a bribe-taking, gay, communist, peeping Tom, wife beater? No, 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 no. <laughs> Two out of five ain't bad. If I'm elected, I'll be the most honest candidate ever elected. You can trust me. That is funny. Uh, that's uh, Johnny Carson. Man, you just you you got to go a long way to find somebody that's uh, it, that did it better. All right, eight seven four ninety three ninety. You know, your show is just as funny as. Uh, never mind. Oh, you're hooked up to the lie detector? Yeah. yeah. I hate your guts, honestly. And you, you didn't hear a beep, did you? All right, listen, we we got to move on. I'm Donald Trump, Randy in California, Missouri. Welcome. How are you? Oh, not bad. I, I just wanted to ask, this is the third day in a row you're talking about Trump. Is this something we can expect every day from you? Because I've, I'm trying to decide if I should keep listening to you or not. Oh, then you, then you shouldn't. Okay. Uh, let me go to Mike in Columbia. Mike, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Gary. Thanks for taking my call. How are you? I am well, thank you. Uh, Brian, I thought that was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. Uh, hey, I'm pretty convinced that your uh, Trump supporters are all have uh, pretty much have room temperature IQ, and they're the reasons why there's still email phishing scams that go around at this point. Uh, I can't believe these people are still supporting this cheesy car salesman. And, uh, you know, if I, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I would imagine he's part of the Democratic Party who's out to make us look so bad that there's no reason why you would vote Republican ever again. I mean, just just watching this guy be a buffoon all day long, it just it just seems like he's like, how how dumb can I be, and how many dumb people can I get to follow me at this point? That's my opinion. Thank you. All right, Mike. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I don't think so. I think he's just he's just got an ego that is out of control. That's that's his problem. NPD, uh, narcissist personality disorder. Yeah, he just can't. He's all about himself. The electorate is frosting my baklava. Uh, American voters just keep electing power-hungry liars. It's going to get bad when debt collapses the system. A geezer like Brian may not live to see it, but <laughs> I will. I fear for my kids, says Anson. All right, it is Froster Buns Friday, and uh, whatever topic is on your mind... Uh, we will discuss it. Uh, we do have a lot of uh, a lot of ground to cover, including some health notices, some health care notices. You know, I care about everybody's health, Brian. Um, all right, I care about some people's health. Uh, Brian. I don't give a rodent's rectum if you live or die, but I thought I would pass this on. Um, because it, it's, you know, it just, may, it just might help some people. Highly processed foods should be classified as drugs. Because they're as addictive and harmful as cigarettes. Research, researchers claim <laughs> items like donuts, sugary cereals, and pizza 
meet meet the official criteria that established cigarettes as a drug in the 1990s. These include causing compulsive use and mood-altering effects on the brain and having properties or ingredients that reinforce addiction or trigger cravings. Ultra-processed foods, which also include things like soda, chips, pastries, candies, contain high amounts of unnatural flavorings, preservatives, and sweeteners. These properties give them their delicious flavor, but also make them high in calories, fat, sugar, or salt, which raise the risk of obesity and other chronic illnesses. So, apparently, you're not supposed to eat red meat, donuts, cereal, pizza. <laughs> what, what are we supposed to live on? Sprouts, maybe? I, I, that's, <laughs> that's about all that's left. Uh, researchers uh, led by Dr. Ashley Gearhart, a uh, psychology professor at University of Michigan, told the Daily Mail, these foods are more like a drug because of how distant they are in taste and texture from natural foods. They are industrial produced substances designed to deliver sugar and fat. <clears throat> They're not foods anymore. These are uh, these are these uh, products that have been really well designed to deliver addictive substances. So apparently, Brian, big food. <laughs> is that what it is? It's big food. Big yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. They have designed. We need foods. to shut them down. Well, they have gone out of their way to design to foods people. that people like. Yes. Uh, and we cannot have that. So from now on in. We should, you know, make you get a prescription from the doctor <laughs> to see if you can have any of these foods. <laughs> I am not kidding well, you. That's store, no, I'm sorry. You have to have a prescription for donuts. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, pizza delivery thing that we used to play? It was uh, years ago, I think uh, the ACLU came up with this uh, audio of a pizza. Yes, I do. Guy, I uh, still have that somewhere. Yeah, uh, and that's what we're coming to. See, when the government says, I can protect you from your own behavior, when they say, it's my duty to protect you from your own behavior, and I've been arguing this very point, there will be a point in time where they can say, this is what you can eat and this is what you can't eat. Well, they have to. Because you're, you're too, too stupid. stupid. Look, you get to eat, drink, and consume Whatever you want to eat, drink, or consume, your body is your own. And it isn't the government's job to compel you to take care of it. You get to enjoy your life, pursue happiness, whatever it is. So maybe you don't live to be 80 years old. Maybe you kick the bucket at 70, but you've had a great time along the way. It's your choice. Not the government's. Um, it, it just, it's unbelievable. All right, uh, we're up against the clock. And, uh, Brian, I'm going to hit the uh, green room because I think I saw some uh, fat pills in there. So okay, me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll meet you in there. Ray, you got a deal. Jerry Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. He's done it again. I, I cannot believe this. 
Uh, good morning. It is uh, Froster Buns Friday. It is uh, 9.35. Oh, are you going to talk about Trump again? Oh. Because you've talked about him for the last three days, Gary. You're doing this on purpose. Yes, you I just am. hate Donald Trump. Well, if he would stop talking, I might, <laughs> I might not have to talk about him. Uh, Donald Trump apparently uh, added again. This time it's the governor of Virginia. Young Kin. Now, that's an interesting take. Sounds Chinese, doesn't it? In Virginia, couldn't have won without me. He wrote this on his uh, social media site, Truth Social, Friday morning. Uh, I endorsed him, did a very big Trump rally for him telephonically, got MAGA to vote for him, or he couldn't have come close to winning. He knows that and admits it. Besides having a hard time with the Dems in Virginia, but he'll get it done. Youngkin and, to an even greater extent, Governor Ron DeSantis are frequently floated as possible 2024 alternatives to Trump. And because they haven't declared they're going to get out of the way, he's begun attacking them for not saying anything. I mean, who's safe? Jeez, this guy is just... He, he's not counterpunching. He's taking cheap shots. Sounds Chinese. I, I actually think he's gone over the uh, over the edge. I don't think he's the same guy he was. I think he's actually worse. Oh, Lord. And now I'm... Uh, let me see if I got... Uh, let's see. Uh, the electorate is frosting my... Okay, we did that one. Uh, let's see. If I thought I could send a message to Trump and he would actually see it, I would say this. I voted for you twice and was hoping I could vote for you a third time. But after your rant about Ron DeSantis... I think next time I'll vote for the adult candidate, whoever that might be. Wow. Going after Glenn Young and the guy is just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's done nothing. He's literally done nothing. He's just... Anybody that, that the media like, he's going to attack. And it looks puerile, and, it, and, it's, and it's just ugly. I, I think he has already sealed his fate. I don't, I don't think he makes the uh, primary. Rick, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm good, Gary. Hey, one of the things I just kind of noticed is that, you know, Donald Trump has a unique ability to uh, attach to people's emotions. And, and a lot of his followers are very emotional and gut-based in their reactions to anybody that criticizes or points out any obvious failures on his part. And... And that's just kind of a blind following, you know. It's like you, you should be able to uh, pull back from that and uh, analyze behaviors and realize that this guy is is not what we need in the White House. I mean, it's it's, it's an embarrassment, and and I just feel like people need to, regardless of what he did before, and I'm not saying he was, you know, that he didn't have some good policies, but there 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 is a point where you have to. You have to look at that and go, this is just not the image that, that as Americans, we want in our White House. And, and you know, to see a, people like DeSantis who have just done an amazing job and have really done it the right way, and then all you can do is, is to try to bring them down, uh, that, that's not the uniting mechanism that we need in this country right now. I concur. I really do. All right, Rick, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I'm thinking that more and more Republicans who are Trump fans are looking at this. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think more and more of them are looking at this and going, this is just wrong. This is not what you do. 
Uh, let's see. Americans didn't eat industrial processed foods as a large component of their diet until World Wars One and Two. That's. Uh, I'm sorry, Brian. Uh, did you get a prescription for that? No, no. I was just Bought telling on the you, black market, didn't you? Telling you in your ear that I got that uh, pizza oh, uh, audio oh, that oh, you oh. were looking for. Yeah, I thought you said. All right, no, no, no. <laughs> so you brought Brian. up a food topic, yes, and yes. I was just telling you in your ear. But yes, you thought I was. He always whispers in my ear. It's <laughs> really irritating. The <laughs> lie detector. I had to fill in for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, we were talking about this uh, processed food thing that they want to list as uh, addictive drugs. I mean, this because they think they're you know in control of your body. Uh, the ACLU put this together uh, several years ago. It's, it really fits today's story. Here we go. Pizza Palace, guaranteed hot in 30 minutes or it's free. This is Mary. May I take your order? Hi, uh, Mary. Yes, I'd like to order. Is this Mr. Kelly? Uh, yes. Thank you for calling again, sir. I share your national identification number is 610-204-9998-45-54610. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Thank you, Mr. Kelly. I see you live at 736 Montrose Corp, but you're calling from your cell phone. Are you at home? I'm just leaving work, but I'm... Oh, we can deliver to Bob's Auto Supply. That's at 175 Lincoln Avenue, yes? No, I'm on my way home. How do you know all this stuff? We just got wired into the system, sir. Oh, well, I'd like to order a couple of your double meat special pizzas. Sure thing. There'll be a new $20 charge for those, sir. What do you mean? Sir, the system shows me that your medical records indicate that you have high blood pressure and extremely high cholesterol. Luckily, we have a new agreement with your national health care provider that allows us to sell you double meat pies as long as you agree to waive all future claims of liability. What? Do you agree, sir? You can sign the form when we deliver, but there is a charge for processing. The total is $67 even. $67? Well, that includes the delivery surcharge of $15 to cover the added risk to our driver of traveling through an orange zone. I live in an orange zone? Now you do. Looks like there was another robbery on Montrose yesterday. Hmm... You could save $48 if you ordered our special Sprout Submarine Combo and picked it up yourself. Comes with tofu sticks. Those are very tasty, sir. Good value, too. But I want double meat. Well, I'm sure you can afford the $67, then. <laughs> you just bought those tickets to Hawaii. They weren't cheap, eh? Oh, but I see you checked out the budget beach bomb at the library last week. Hmm. Up to you, sir. All right, all right. I'll get the Sprout Subs. Good choice, sir. Gotta watch that waist if you're hitting the beach, eh? <laughs> 42 inches. Wow. Man, I take cocoa and sprouts as, like, required. That's how much? Just between you and me, there's a $3 off coupon in this month's Total Men's Fitness magazine. Your wife Betty subscribes to that, right? <laughs> Anyhow, clip that and it's $19.99 even. Whoa, looks like you maxed out on all your credit cards. Bring cash, okay? <laughs> Jeez. I mean, that's, that's what we're coming to. That's what we're coming to. We have distorted... Everything in the world in this country, and uh, we we show no signs of letting up. Kind of kind of sad, if you ask me. Um, all right, so uh, we had this uh, midterm. It wasn't as good as we wanted, and it's still pretty close. Um, some people on the left are are really still not happy. Yeah, I told you he was going to win bigly, mm -hmm. but listen. Ron DeSantis barely won in 2018 by 35,000 votes by the skin of his teeth against a black progressive little known mayor from Tallahassee, Florida. It didn't. Yesterday he won by 20 percentage points. Why? Because he gamed the system. 
because he turned Florida into an unlevel playing field. They changed election laws, making it harder to vote by mail. They paraded uh, a bunch of people, black people, that they arrested for uh, voting fraud and paraded them in front of national media. He created an election police. He also... Wow. Who knew? I, maybe maybe she hear about that. That's the only um, news report on that that I've heard. Uh, yeah. You would figure that that would be front page news everywhere, but... Huh. Uh, you bet somehow it uh, it escaped everybody but Anna Navarro. Apparently, uh, yeah. Wow. I, I feel so... I'm so, so glad she's uh, keeping us up to date on what... Yeah, yeah, how he changed the state of Florida. And, and what did he do? He he took advantage. He, he distorted something. He, I, why can't... See, these are the same people who would attack a Republican who's suspicious of the outcome of the last presidential election. But as soon as their ox is gored, they suddenly think, well... There's cheating going on, and it and it's hurting us. And the these election uh, the, the they're they're not running them efficiently, and it leads to all kinds of questions. And it's it, it's their fault. I mean, we talked about uh, what happened in Arizona. They they screwed up. The, the machine, because apparently they had the wrong shade of ink or the, dar- the, the ink wasn't dark enough, whatever it was. That should not have happened. It, it, it should not have happened. And when they do these things, that makes people really suspicious. Several thousand more Republican mail-in ballots found in Nevada. Uh, that's a headline right now. The ballots were never lost, but media vote counters were not aware that they were outstanding until the last few hours. Part of this problem is the mail-in vote. Part of this problem is that they're just, at their boards of election, they're just not doing their job. This, This should not have been a surprise to them. They should have been testing this equipment for the last couple of weeks. They should have had it locked down. And I'm telling you right now, get rid of mail-in voting. Get rid of mail-in voting. Why are we still waiting for them to finish these counts? Because of how arduous it is to check signatures and make sure mail-in ballots are, are accurate and right and all this stuff. Get off your ass and go down and vote. This is just wrong on so many levels. And it raises questions everywhere. Frost your buns Friday. Whatever's on your mind, 874-9390. Toll free, 800-529-5572. What's going on in Colorado with Lauren Boebert? We will keep you apprised in just a few. It is 951. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. I am in an uncomfortable position. It's not that I'm sitting in a bad chair. It's that I'm going to defend somebody that I think is an idiot. Um, we have... Um, quoted Alex Jones in the past and I do I think he's an idiot he was a very successful idiot I will give him that but I think he's he's a moron uh, he has a few things that he does right it gets right and then uh, most of it is just Bravo Sierra for those of you who don't know he is a talk show host who apparently claimed that uh, the Sandy Hook shooting was 
red. Uh, what, what is the uh, term that they use for that? Brian? It, well, yeah, but the false flag. Yeah, false flag. Yeah, and then it didn't really happen. It was like invented by the government or something. That, yeah, uh, and he yeah. started putting up pictures of people that were at similar events, and people, you know, some people bought into it hook, line, and sinker. So the uh, families uh, sued him, and now his assets are frozen. I mean, they're looking for billions of dollars. He'll never come up with the billions of dollars, and they know that. They're destroying him. Now, what they're arguing is that their reputations were damaged and that Jones' statements resulted in them getting death threats from Jones' followers. So, I've been thinking about this, and I'm not sure that that it was fair. I don't know how, you know, the the defense let this go by, but I'm going to throw this out at you. Suppose I claim that phony Fauci, uh, because of greed and avarice, I believe, ended up being responsible for the deaths of a million Americans. And I tell you that this is what I believe. And some of you get really riled up about this and you start sending him hate letters and threatening letters and I'm sure he's getting a ton of that anyway. But whether I'm right or wrong, do I get sued for that. Well, you, you know, you can sue anybody you want, but I don't think it should cost my livelihood or billions of dollars. If this is what he believed and this is what he promoted, he has the right to be wrong. I think as crazy as Alex Jones is, and I do believe he is, he has been wrongly found guilty and that the government uh, should not be seizing his assets. Attorneys should not be seizing his assets and he shouldn't have to pay anything. I And, and I am not a fan of this guy. I don't like this guy. Uh, I think he's bad for talk radio. I think he's a bully. But he has a right to his opinion and a right to voice it. Brian, what do you think? Am I right or wrong? I think you are correct. I mean, is there ever a time when you would say, okay, that's uh, you've crossed the line in your freedom of speech. Let's take the fire, fire in a theater analogy that we use so often. Suppose you went into a theater during a movie and yelled fire and there was no fire, and yet people ran out of the theater and three people got killed. Then I would be responsible for causing the panic. But he didn't, he didn't suggest retribution. He didn't suggest attacking them. He just said, I think it's a false flag. I think this didn't really happen. Here's why I think this. Right. So that's freedom of speech. Now, you know, if if he got on the uh, on the radio and said, 
grab your guns and head out there and start shooting up the family and let them know what it's really like to be shot at, then he's responsible. Mm -hmm. But in this case, I don't think he should pay a dime. I think this is outrageous. So now here I am defending somebody. <laughs> but, but I'm being honest here. Uh, let me go to the phones. 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. Uh, you can also get me at GaryNolan.com. Send a message there. It'll pop up in studio. Paul in Columbia, welcome. How are you? I am just grateful, Gary. And, um, yeah, this call is kind of about uh, your objectivity with that Alice Jones situation. But I've got my own little theory about the outcome of election. Now, Glenn Beck wrote a book not too long ago called Addicted to Outrage. Yeah. And I think we've become more of an outrage-addicted society and less of an objective-thinking society. But the, the outrage addicts are addicted to either one source of outrage or another. They're, they are the left-wing MSNBC outrage addicts. And there are the right wing, uh, uh, I was going to say Alex Jones, but uh, Sean Hannity, Fox News, outrage addicts. And, and people vote instead of objectively, instead of looking at, you know, the wrong path this country's going down, they, they vote for whichever side feeds their outrage addiction. And I, I think that explains why the you know, this vote came out 50-50. And the other theory I have is, you know, people have talked a while during the Trump administration about QAnon. And I didn't know anybody in QAnon. I'm like, what's this QAnon? Well, just recently, I found out that people I've known for years and were conservative thinkers, you might say, are, are now QAnon addicts, you could call them. And, and those people, as you're talking about what they think the whole government is just one big charade, and I don't know what, where to put the percentage of them, but they're mostly conservatives or former conservative voters who are just checking out. They don't even see it worth going to the polls. So I think, I think we've lost a lot of um, right-leaning conservative voters um, in that category, too. But... Um, but, you know, we just, we all need to check our own objectivity. And, and, and one of the ways I do that is, is I get news from different sources. I listen to people that I'm com uncomfortable listening to. Yeah, well, I try to be an equal opportunity annoyer myself. Uh, sometimes that doesn't work out too well, and I get attacked from both sides. Paul, i got to run. Thank you for the call. Your observations are great. It's the Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.